0: How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Armchair Referee's Podcast. I am the man. The man. The legend. And I am now the
1: Mono 3 co-host. Because me and Sammy D had to have a consensual two-second peck on the lips. Chip Bale. Good to have you back there, Chip. Feels great, man. Feels great to be back. I feel... <laughs> Our producer Doug, who's a little bit intoxicated tonight, I might add. We're we're
0: gonna we're gonna see how this goes here. So we're gonna, we're gonna dive right into a little bit of last week's recap, uh, week 9's recap. Texans Jaguars twenty six to three. Jaguars got their asses handed to them, and now they're saying that after the bye week. Week 11, Nick Foles is going to be ready to go, and they're going to be sitting the
1: Stash Daddy. That's unfortunate what happened to the uh, Stash Daddy. I was, watch, I was watching that game, and just that fourth quarter was just absolutely brutal. Like, four turnovers by the Stash Daddy? I think the mustache is officially worn off. Like, the magic's gone. Like, uh, I, it's just, it's not as— Baker
0: Mayfield. I wouldn't say that. He went 4-4 four four as a starter filling in. Okay? He's a young quarterback. He's a rookie. I don't think that they should be going back to Fools this soon. Um, if, if, I think
1: If, if Fools is, re- is ready,
0: I mean. I, I think this is Stash Daddy's team. But, you know, we're, we're going to see. Maybe Nick Fools just comes in here and just wins out the rest of the season. You know, it's a possibility. Like I said, I
1: mean, if Fools is ready to go, he's ready to go. But, I mean, I, I definitely agree to you. I, like, with you, I definitely think it's going to be Gardner Minshew for the future. Yes. Long-term Eagles beat the Bears 22-14. Yes, sir. Pretty good game. Uh, it was uh, in the actually, it was actually, in the Actually, <laughs> they were up 18 to fucking nothing. <laughs> and then, of course, second half comes, and Chicago's making a comeback. I'm like, are we seriously going to let Chicago come back in this game? Well, I, I think we have to give all the props to Chicago's defense. Yes. I, I think that's the biggest thing is that you have to give all the props to Chicago's defense. <clears throat> Eagles on the two-game win streak right now, and honestly, people are saying this receiving course sucks, which I I do admit, there was, outside of Alshon Jeffrey, There isn't a lot there. There isn't anything. But, hey, Jordan Matthews Deshaun, is back. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson came back, which is great, but I think it was a little bit too early. Well, he just got placed on injured reserve. Unfortunately. This, this week. And then they They went out had to go and sign Jordan Matthews back for hey. a third stint. I do like Jordan Matthews, but – He's not a speedy guy. He's not. He's a possession guy. Same as Alshon Jeffrey, but at the same time, it's like he's just not gonna. He just no. (laughs) It's not the solution. Hey,
0: well, foreseeable future, we'll see how it works out. Um, I picked against my Chiefs last week. Man, I was wrong. They defended their home turf. Matt Moore got it done. An excellent kick by Harrison Bucker. Thank God, because I hate the damn Vikings. <laughs> 26-23. Go Chiefs. Um, Jacoby Brissett goes down in this game.
1: They're the saying brisket got it just... Ugh. They're saying he's going to be back this week. I'm hoping he's going to be able to play. I That just looked bad whenever he went yeah. down. I was like, man, I don't know if he's I, even going to be able to play the rest of the year. I don't know if he's going to be back next week. Apparently, the, M-
0: the MRI came back, and it wasn't as serious as everyone thought it was going to be. And they're saying he's going to be ready to go next week, so
1: we'll we'll see. Uh, but it, That I mean, was a tough way to lose, though. It's it it was a tough way to lose and a wrong time to lose. Not a good look for the brand whatsoever, as Pat McAfee would say. Laces is out. <sighs> Damn holders. Ray Finkel.
0: <laughs> Dolphins, Jets. I picked the Jets to beat the Dolphins. Dolphins pick up their first win of the season, 26-18. Um, at home, it, it, it wasn't a pretty game. But you know what? Fitzmagic got it done. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh, Fitzmagic.
0: You, you know. know. <laughs> Redskins drop another one, 24-9 to the were Bills.
1: You, were you really surprised? I'm not surprised
0: at all. <laughs> Panthers drop a game that they needed to win in order to try to fight back with Indianapolis and Houston,
1: Houston picks up a oh, win. I was gonna say you meant you meant the Titans.
0: Yeah. Okay. Houston picks up a win, and the Titans lose to the Panthers in a game that they they needed to win to be able to keep
1: up with those two. So um, Cam Newton just got placed on IR. Cam, Have we seen? Oh, he's done. Wait, the Panthers aren't in the same division as the AFC South. The Titans. He meant the Titans. Oh. Okay. I, that's why. Panthers that's why I, I called him out wrong earlier. Go ahead. But. Yes, I agree. This has I think this is the end you of Cam can't, Newton. Can't, Cam, Cam is Cam done. Cam Newton is done. There's going to be some team out there that's going to want to, I think
0: the Panthers are going to cut him at the end of this season. They're going to
1: eat. He's now here, here's he's a 0-21
0: team. mil. He's owed 21 mil. They're going to save
1: 19. So they're going to eat 2 mil in cap. That's fucking nothing. Nothing, yeah. Here's a team who I think could honestly use him. And this is a team that's actually on the hot seat right now. I think he's going to Chicago. If bingo! That's exactly who I'm thinking. If Mitch does not improve by the end of the year, I think he goes to Chicago. The Bears, back in that 2017 draft, traded up to get Mitch, and it's not and looking it's not pretty. looking pretty. <laughs> it's not looking. You had pretty. Kansas City take Mahomes, you had Houston take Deshaun, and then the Bears take Mitch, and now it's like, look at like no, like that's a terrible pick. Now, Raiders uh, beat the Lions 31-24. They pick
0: up two back-to-back wins at home because uh, they just won again tonight over San, over San Diego. Uh, Seahawks beat, beat the Buccaneers. Buccaneers kept it a hell of a lot closer than I thought it, it was ever going to fucking be. Listen, I don't know th- what so, the fuck happened.
1: The one touchdown play that Jameis Winston threw, absolutely terrible throw. It was in like triple coverage and it just happened to bounce off one of the defenders right into Brashad Perryman's hands. NFL made like such a big deal of that. I had to be the person to comment. I'm like, let's be real here. That's just Jameis being Jameis. That was a duck of a ball, too.
0: <laughs> Terrible throw. It looks like a wounded duck flying through there. That's like half of Jameis' balls. Uh, Chargers <laughs> beat the Packers. I don't understand how the fuck that happened, but it happened. That was a real thing. The Chargers were a hide that week. <laughs> and then they were Jekyll tonight. <laughs> Broncos beat uh, the Browns, 24-19. It was actually a very competitive game, um, but the Browns are still fucking just nose That
1: that The Browns' season right now, it looks it looks as bad as Baker's mustache right now. It, it is bad. It is ugly. Uh, Ravens beat the Patriots,
0: knocked them off their undefeated pedestal, and they beat them soundly. This was huge. I know it was 37-20, but it was a sound beating. <clears throat> There, there wasn't a point in time where I think New England was actually in that game.
1: Not so. at all. I mean, I got to give a shout out to the Ravens. though. I mean, they had the perfect game plan for that Sunday night game against the Patriots. Like the defense was getting to Brady, absolutely killed the time of possession. You keep Brady on the sidelines, you're pretty much you're going to win the game. <laughs> we play to win the game. Thank you, Herm. Um, Cowboys
0: beat the Giants 37-18 Just a fucking shellacking Daniel Jones didn't look good The whole entire game Saquon looked the only Bright
1: spot of that whole entire team He's the face of the Giants and he they say continue. Danny Dimes is, but no, it's, Sa- he, it's, Saquon. it's
0: Saquon. When you have tree trunks for legs and calves, <laughs> and, like hit, like you know, most people's legs, you can actually see where the hamstring and the calf and the knee all fucking like come together. And not, not his legs. It's just one solid fucking tree trunk.
1: Our uh, football guy of the week was actually in. Was that took part in this game? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He has yet to tell me who this football guy of the
0: week is so far. So.
1: Armchair referees, football guy of the week, goes to Mr. Whiskers, (laughs) the black kitty cat that took over Monday Night Football and the absolute worst broadcasting crew of all time. That dude had more yards rushing than both Saquon and Zeke combined. I don't want to hear it. It's the facts. (laughs) Mr. Whiskers, you're at. Dumpster diving. You're a hero. <laughs> You're a true inspiration to all your fellow felines out there. There was even videos of, like, cats watching that. Like, people at home, like, recording their cats watching as this cat was running around MetLife Stadium.
0: That's great. Uh,
1: true inspiration.
0: Raiders beat the Chargers. The Raiders. Just fine. In final. a tight game. In a tight game. I watched that whole entire game. The last minute of that game, I don't fucking understand it. They had a minute to all three timeouts, and San Diego just wants to keep on running four verticals and chunk plays. Why the fuck they did it is beyond me. Now, in saying that, I think Oakland possibly has this draft pick steal of the fucking year and Hunter Renfro because the guy's tearing it up in the slot, and you— No one's covering the guy. They try, but they fail. It's, it's actually relatively insane how often he is open. (laughs) And Josh Jacobs is running like a man possessed. And I think they finally figured out.
1: Offensive rookie of the year, right there.
0: Well, I think I think think he's going to win it. I think Chucky finally figured out the happy medium between him and Jalen Rashard. Okay, because Jalen looked very good tonight. Jacobs looked excellent tonight as well. That, that I think that was the best I've actually seen Oakland play all year long, offensively.
1: Uh, and this is coming from go back to the Green Bay game
0: up until... No, no, no. They, they played a complete game, and that's what I'm saying. They played a complete game tonight, and they proved it. Because when San Diego went up, yet again, Derek Carr, he... he to me, he proved that he can lead lead the offense. He's officially taking he took control of that offense. Let him down the fucking field and just put points on. Even though it was jo- it was Josh Jacobs' rushing touchdown, but the whole point is they were they they were playing so fucking far back. And honestly, Oakland's offensive line looked very dominant tonight. Even the racist asshole Richie Incognito was fucking tearing shit up.
1: <laughs> so. Looking at the Raiders, though, I mean, they're, what, 5-4 and four now? They're 5-4. and four. And looking at their next seven games, it's doable that this team can— Well, okay, so they got Cincinnati. They got if Cincinnati they lose, next If they week. lose
0: to Cincinnati,
1: there's there's an issue. They got the Jets. And then they play the Jets. That's a dub. The only toughest game—the only team I see that has at least over 500 is the Chiefs. Well, Other they got that. the Chiefs, the Titans. Titans are going to play them tough. The Jaguars are going to play them tough. Then it's the Chargers and Broncos. And then Chargers so and Broncos. It's, it's a very doable schedule. They they can, last they, seven games. They could go five hundred.
0: well, not five hundred. They they can you know at least they're at least guaranteed at least three more fucking wins. At
1: least three more fucking wins. So you're saying eight and eight?
0: They have a chance to go eight and eight. Yeah.
1: Playoffs.
0: I don't, I don't know about playoffs.
1: Playoffs. 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 You want to talk
0: about playoffs? Um, the only reason I say uh, that, see, is, yeah, it's got
1: Devin Intrigue now.
0: The only reason I say that is because I'm still convinced the AFC South is going to push three teams into the playoffs, and that's probably the only thing that's going to hamper. Jacksonville?
1: You're going to put you're putting you're putting Jacksonville in? No, no. Tennessee? Tennessee? Tennessee. Texans, I, Colts.
0: J.J. Wattless Texans.
1: Yeah. Um, dude, Houston's I, still going to be. Thing able to about put, Texans, put, I can't stand out. the Texans come playoff time because they play that freaking Saturday game every single time they make the playoffs and then they lose. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: the that was because freaking Carr got hurt. Yeah, that's true. All right, so <laughs> the, the remaining <clears throat> schedule
0: for for the Texans, right, is they have the Ravens.
1: That's, that's a loss. That's that's a loss.
0: They play the Colts. They play the Patriots, the Broncos, Titans, Buccaneers, win. Titans also again. Win.
1: win and then t- Titans, I don't know.
0: I, I think they'll split a game with, with, with Titans, beat the Buccaneers, beat the Broncos. Might split with the Colts. Yeah, they'll split with the Colts. They'll split with Tennessee just like they do every year. It's the AFC South in a nutshell. They split. No one ever's ever really taken control of the AFC South because they spend half the year just punching each other in the mouth. <laughs> like if we go go to standings right now, okay? Patriots are eight and one. The Bills are six and two. It's the Bills and Patriots fucking.
1: Well, it's easy the Patriots are going to
0: take And then the they AFC got the Dolphins East. and the Jets and the rest of the AFC East. So, it's literally Bill's Bills, Patriots and the AFC East. The AFC West, Chiefs are 6-3, and three, Raiders are 5-4, and four, Chargers are 4-6, and six, and Broncos are 6-6.
1: After tonight's loss, Chargers are done. I can't deal with the Chargers anymore.
0: Pittsburgh, surprisingly, playing 500 football
1: right now. With all the questions at quarterback, they're still playing 500 football. Five hundred football. It's a defense, man. They're finally getting. It's, they're like gelling together. They're becoming a unit. Ravens are six and two. Browns are two and six. And the Bengals haven't won a fucking game all year.
0: Bungled. And I don't think they are going to be winning a game all year. So in saying that, the Texans are six and three. The Colts are five and three. Jaguars are four and five. And the Titans are still also four and five. That AFC South is still very winnable for any of those teams. No team is really out of it yet. And no
1: team has really taken over yet. That's what I hate about the AFC South. You have that one team that looks good, all, like so far throughout the season. They just spent the, the season just... beating the fuck out of each other. Exactly, and it's like you don't know who's going to be sitting there come playoff time. And then if we look at the AFC, Cowboys five and three, Eagles are five
0: and four, Giants are two and seven, and the Redskins are one one and eight. Giants are not going to make playoffs.
1: Neither are the fucking Redskins. So, it's really either cowboys I can't even say the Eagles because we're on a bye week this week. But then when we come back home, we got the Patriots. We got Seattle, both in Philly. Mm-hmm. If we can at least take one out of those two, I'll be happy. Like, if we can at least beat New England and lose to Seattle, I'll take it. If we can, if we lose to New England beat Seattle, vice versa, I'm happy with that also. But it, the Eagles just – they have they have it pretty tough the last couple And weeks. then the NFC West,
0: 49ers, right? No. Seahawks are seven and two. Rams are five and three, and the Cardinals are three and five. C West is very competitive. Although I think, you know, I maybe PTF saw something that we didn't see. Cause honestly, looking at this now, I don't think the Rams are gonna make playoffs.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either. Like looking at their losses, some of their losses are really bad. And they're in Interdivision division losses, which is not going to help them. No. Uh, I think
0: the 49ers and the Seahawks are both going to make playoffs. Just going to put that one out there right now. The NFC North, Green Bay still has control of it, 7-2. and two. Uh, The Vikings are 6-3. and three. The Lions are 3-4-1 three, three, because they tied with fucking Arizona. Um, Bears are 3-5. and five, And then the Saints... And the NFC South are seven and one. Panthers are five and three. Buccaneers are two and six. And the Falcons are—I, I can't even believe I'm saying this—one and seven. Still can't believe. If you would have told me that, one that one Atlanta would be one and seven at the beginning of this year, I would have called you a fucking <clears> liar. <throat> but they have just not played to their potential whatsoever. So, and that's that's what I'm saying. The Raiders need a lot to happen in order to be able to make the playoffs. Like, they need a lot to happen. Because the Bills have a chance to squeak into the playoffs this year. No, oh, yeah, I think Bills are definitely going to get in. And the Patriots. Right there's two. Ravens. I still think the Chiefs are going to win the NFC West so they automatically get that bid in. So, we're at already four teams. And maybe even the AFC South fucking fucking puts two in
1: which usually they do i mean so, most of the time
0: it, it's... it makes it <clears throat> the raiders need a lot to happen in other divisions in order for them to squeak into the playoffs if you ask me cuz i foresee only the, the AFC West only pushing one team into the playoffs As said, we we will we will see. Uh, you know, uh, there is still a lot that can happen within next couple weeks. Yeah, the next couple of weeks. So we're going to dive into our week, week 10. ten predictions: Giants, Jets, Battle of New York. I'm going with the Giants picking up their third win of the year. Danny Dimes. No way the J E T S Jets 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 pull this one off. Saints, Falcons. Saints. Saints. It's the Aints. Chiefs, Titans, every single year this is a competitive game. I don't understand how it always happens, but it is always a competitive game. Now, in saying that, Patty Mahomes is back this week. I am going with my Chiefs in Nashville with the dub. Chiefs. By Tutty. Ravens-Bangles. Ravens could march out their second team and still win this game. Yes, absolutely. Bills-Browns. Bills. Bills. Cardinals-Buccaneers. Cardinals. Cards. Lions-Bears. First interesting game of this year. <laughs> I mean, of this week. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: This game, either way, you don't know what... Yeah, you don't know what Mitch Trubisky's going to watch out Exactly, you don't know what Mitch Trubisky's going uh, exactly. to show up because... Honestly, I Lions thought Lions team is going to show I up I thought there. for sure after his ass was on the hot seat, I'm like, oh, great, Mitch is going to come out, he's going to torch the Eagles defense. Nope, turned out to be the other way around. Turned out to be the Eagles defense. It was ugly. Dominating the Bears. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take the Lions in this one. At
0: Soldier Field. At Soldier Field, yeah, I'm going to take the Lions. Because apparently the, uh, the the Bears can't kick field goals as well anymore, so
1: they're double doinking. Yeah, they're double fucking doinking again. So uh, I'm going to take the Lions by a field goal. I think the Bears are going to bounce back. Something tells me I, I got to go Bears here. Colts, Dolphins. We all know Colts. <laughs> Dolphins are riding that one, one win right now. It's
0: not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. No. Uh, the floor is not going to come into fucking Indianapolis <laughs> and beat. Oh, be flow. No. It's not happening. Colts. Colts. Big. <laughs> Panthers-Packers. Packers are coming back with a vengeance. They lost a game that we all know they should not have lost. So, a ron Rockers, is going to go off.
1: Yeah, crammed up the cram hole of the floors. Yeah,
0: they're gonna be cramming something up in there, and it's gonna be fucking touchdowns. Packers over the fucking uh, big. Yeah, Packers over fucking Carolina. Rams Steelers. Rams pick up a dub here, a much needed dub. Um, it's a four twenty five game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Rams in over Pittsburgh. The yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams over the early
1: november got a little bit of flurries going on i don't know if golf's ready to play in the cold i'm taking the rams i don't know man. (laughs) if you want to go pittsburgh you go pittsburgh but i'm taking rams i'm going pittsburgh
0: and now we have the shining moment where mr million dollar arm himself cannot seem to win you like like
1: that
0: cowboys Sunday night.
1: The two most hated fan bases in the NFC. I cannot stand. I'm
0: taking the Cowboys because there is no way Kirk Cousins is winning a primetime game.
1: (laughs) Especially with a team that's over 500. No way. I, unfortunately, got to say Cowboys. Old Jerry. Old Jerry. Going to be picking up a dub
0: Sunday night. 820 stop. All right. And, now we actually
1: have another good. Monday night game. Probably the best Monday night game. I shouldn't say that because usually when these games get hyped, they don't become good. Seahawks 49ers. And I, I said it last week. I think this is going
0: to be the 49ers' first loss. I like the Seahawks. I in can this see game. it. I like the Seahawks. I've in this been
1: game. picking the last couple of weeks against the 49ers and they just keep prevailing. So I. We're just gonna keep with we're just gonna keep going with it. Okay,
0: 49ers are gonna lose. Sooner or later we're gonna get this pick right. And I think this is the week that they finally lose. I think Seattle has the team to beat San Francisco. Not once, but twice. Woo! You got them sweeping. I have them sweeping. San Fran. <sighs> Woo. That's a lock. That that is fake lock of the week. Seahawks Over the 49ers Not
1: once But twice I didn't even pick my lock Oh Packers Packers are my lock Yeah Big easily on Carolina Absolutely And then The Thursday
0: night game Is I I <laughs> <laughs> Why Pittsburgh And the Browns <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> God Thursday night Just I think this is gonna be An ugly game It's gonna be an ugly game and honestly, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Baker on this, but in an ugly fucking win. <clears throat> like ugly. Browns have
1: had too many primetime games where they just absolutely looked horrible, and for them to get a Thursday night nod here against Pittsburgh,
0: yeah, no bueno. God,
1: um, that's just that's terrible. I, I,
0: I said I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Mayfield Baker in a in an ugly win. It's gonna be an ugly defensive win.
1: I'm about to take the Browns too. Fuck. You, I don't. Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't know how much longer this Pittsburgh saga continues.
0: I. I don't think much longer.
1: <laughs> I, I get the defense is coming together, but the offense is just absolutely horrendous. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's not good. It is. No it's bueno. not Good. Um.
1: So now we're going to talk
0: a little bit of college ball. There are some. Marquee matchups happening this week in, in college. You got a lot of top 25 games, a lot of playoff potential setup games going on here. And I might surprise you with one of these of the upset of this week. The upset of this week. The upset of the week. And we'll, we'll get into that here. And I might surprise a little shit out of you. Uh, so, we got a 12 o'clock game tomorrow. Penn State at Minnesota. The Golden Gophers are undefeated for the first time in the longest time. They are rowing the boat with P.J. Fleck, who just got his contract extension, and it ends fucking here. <laughs> I am picking Penn State. I Penn State's defensive, de, just their defense, defense alone. General, yeah. I don't think Minnesota's offensive line can keep up with their front five.
1: Listen, the thing about PJ Fleck, Minnesota did the right thing by signing him, because there's going to be a couple good jobs being opened up after the season. Oh yeah, like Florida State's already open. Florida State, USC. Yeah, so it. So Minnesota tip. Yeah, as a Penn State fan, I got to tip the cap off to you because I think it was the right idea to to sign PJ Fleck because when you got major programs like USC, Florida State that are looking for head coaching vacancies. Minnesota did the right thing by signing him, locking him up.
0: And like, don't get me wrong, I think Minnesota's going to be competitive
1: to, for years to come with PJ Fleck at the helm. Now, it's just not going to be this year. It's no. just not going to be this year. Definitely a good year. Definitely surprising year for Minnesota. I, we both could sit here and say back in yeah. September, no way we would have predicted Minnesota being eight and zero, eight getting ready to thir- meet up with being ranked thirteenth in the country with a five and thirteen matchup with fucking Penn State. But as a, See, I said, you about this game too is. Minnesota declined the night bid. Well, because they know they're going to get their
0: shit stomped in, and they know, could have had college game day there. I said they know they're probably to get their shit stomped in. They're like, yeah, we I'm just gonna not that
1: a one. fan of the noon game though, for
0: it being like us being ranked that high. Like I said, it's going to be a shit stomp. So it's going to be much rather stomping. this be
1: a three thirty, if not three thirty night game. Those are the kind of times I like. Noon games are okay, but. Most of the time, when Penn State's playing noon, it's against someone. that's really not that good. Yeah, and as I said it's gonna be it's gonna be a
0: mud hole stomping in Minnesota by Penn State. And as I said P- Penn State's defensive just their def- their front their just their front line. I don't think Minnesota's offensive line is gonna be able to keep up with their defensive line. I think that's gonna be the major key factor right there. That's gonna be the game changer in this game.
1: Both teams had both like two weeks to study. Yeah. So. I could definitely see it being a slow start for both sides. Like it's going to be, both teams like feeling each other out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I, say,
0: I still like Penn State big.
1: I think Penn State eventually does take control of this game. Um, I'm going to say two Tutties, Nittany any Lions. I like it. And then we have the one and two matchup, LSU,
0: and Roll Tide, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa.
1: How the heck this is not the night game is beyond me. Uh, how this, the heck this the, is a 3 game. When they game? came out of the schedule this week, and I like, I was already upset enough Penn State was at noon. When I saw LSU-Alabama set for 3-30. What are you doing, NCAA? <laughs> what is going on with the committee? What's going on NCAA in general? Like, What are you guys smoking? Mm-hmm. And what other games did you pass
0: up to make it a three thirty game? Now, in saying that, I like the Tide. I like Saban in it. See, I knew you were going to say that. They're at home. They're at home. It is hard to win in Tuscaloosa. It is. It is very hard to win in Tuscaloosa. And the fact that Tua is back this week brings a whole
1: new dimension to that Alabama offense. See, this is a tough game to pick because I do like Bam at home. But I'm also a big fan of Burroughs for LSU. I think he's going to win the Oh, I, I like
0: Burroughs. I like Burroughs. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman. I think he's going to be a finalist, but I don't think he's going to win it. I got Burroughs winning the Heisman. I just think this is the first loss for Farmer Fran and the LSU Tigers
1: this year. Farmer Fran. Why do you got to hate on Coach O? <laughs> I love Coach O. That's why I call him Farmer Fran. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> uh, go Tigers. <laughs> I'm going Tigers. I can't do it. I love Coach O too much. <laughs> uh, we, we will be possibly tuning in together
0: uh, on this one. We might we might try to figure out a way to link up either on Facebook Live or something like that.
1: I'll, say, I'll be in Philly this weekend. Yeah. So, so be, we, we might on, try to figure something, something out.
0: I'll be on Temple's campus. If not, we might just start a um, a thread on Facebook that everyone can chime in with us during this game. Um Another big matchup is my Badgers and the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're in Camp Randall. It's a 4 o'clock start. Yet again, I think that should have been a night game, but that's just me. That's just me. Big Ten Network primetime. Big Ten Network primetime, and it's a rivalry game. They're playing for the pig. Ooh, the Florida Rosedale. (laughs) Wisconsin come in, and they need to win this game. They've dropped two straight games. Um, this this is a dub that they need. They, they need Big to get, time.
1: Back, back, get back into it. Um, I, I still don't know how you're recovering from that Illinois uh, defeat. Shut up, Chip. Shut up.
0: <laughs> the wound is still fresh. And though there's a dub on the Wisconsin side, that wound will stay fresh.
1: Um, and then the absolute worst savagery last week, too, was when Ohio State was up 38-7 to on you guys. Yes. They started playing. They played jump around. You guys are a bunch of cocksuckers, okay? That's all I have to say. Ohio Absolute savagery move there by Ohio State. Um, it's number
0: 18 Iowa, number 16 Wisconsin. It's top 25 matchup. That's what we all want in the Big Ten. We want top 25 matchups, and we have two of them this week. I have my Badgers. I I think they're going to come in with a vengeance. They're at home. They're, they've are they lost two straight games. They got their sh- kicked in by... Ohio State, they're going to be coming in with a vengeance, and they are just going to feed Taylor the Rock. 200 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Boom. And he's done it already once before this year, so it's not – Oh, it's no surprise, yeah. yeah. Not, right. I think Wisconsin is going to control the game. The defense is going to come in and fire it up, and they're just going to feed
1: Absolutely. Taylor. I can definitely see Wisconsin coming into Camp Randall. They're going to – They're just definitely going to feed off that crowd noise. As soon as they start playing jump around, it's over. No way Iowa wins at Camp Randall. No way. Another game
0: I like. um, It is the night game. It is the night game. I like the Ohio State-Oklahoma game. The Iowa State-Oklahoma game. Iowa State
1: always plays Oklahoma tough. They do. I don't know why. Iowa State is (laughs) – They aren't rivals. They are a sneaky (laughs) team, though. I mean, Big 12 – They are always sneaky. Thing about it is is like you look at teams like Iowa State, Kansas, like you expect them to get blown out by teams like Oklahoma, they, Oklahoma they State, tough. but they play them tough. They play them tough. because um, I believe it was a couple weeks ago, I think Oklahoma was like, I believe a fourteen point favorite or something like that on Kansas, and Kansas ended up like
0: playing they, pretty they tough. They played them the tough, like, very. But tough. I think I think that's just due to the uh, the mad hatter there in uh, Kansas. So. Out of all the college football games, this up and coming weekend, because I, you know, it's starting to get late into the year. This is normally when upsets happen, their chip. And I'm
1: picking my upset of the fucking year right here, right now. I can't wait to hear this because the, you've been hyping this up before the show. Maryland goes in to Ohio State and knocks them off. Woo! <laughs> you
0: got the terps going into the shoe? I got the terps in the shoe. Knocking off Ohio State. The Ohio State. They've been playing cocky. They've been playing way above their fucking pay grade. This is the
1: game they get knocked off. As much as I can't stand the University of Maryland, Northern Athletics, if they somehow find a way to pull this off. It's a 12 o'clock game. Normally, when when do we see
0: upsets? 12, 12 o'clock, o'clock games. It's a 12 o'clock game. Ohio State's going to be waking up from their Friday night party in. They're they're they they are way too overhyped. They're they're cocky. They're getting cocky, and you could tell that they're getting cocky when they were playing jump around against my Badgers in the shoe. It's happening. Maryland marches in to the shoe and knocks them off. Twenty-one points over Ohio State.
1: <laughs> Woo I don't know if I'm going to have a hot take like that, but wow. I don't know, man. Look at these games right now. I don't really, I mean, could I see Maryland possibly beat Ohio State? It's possible, doable. Say what you want, Ohio State fans. You can be cocky all you want. I just, I don't know, man. I
0: like Maryland in it, baby. (laughs) It's that sneaky team that always seems to come up and bite Ohio State in the ass. Purdue did it to them last year They went into Purdue Oh this is going to be a blowout And they got their shit stomped in by Purdue (laughs) It is Purdue 2.0 This week This weekend Tomorrow Afternoon At noon Maryland beats Ohio State Not by one touchdown Not by two tutties But three tutties 21 point game
1: (laughs) Man you just you're roasting Ohio State right fuck now. Fuck you, Ohio
0: State, and fuck your fan base, and fuck Ohio in general. and <laughs> jump around in your fucking stadium, you bunch of little cocksuckers. I don't. Know. Everyone's
1: everyone just wants to see Penn State lose this week. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not happening. There's it's no way. Happen. Everyone's like, oh, there was a reason why Penn State jumped Clemson in the top four. It's it's easy, Clemson fans. It's the strength of schedule.
0: Yeah. The other maybe upset I could I could be seeing this week
1: is um, I like TCU over Baylor. I was actually looking at that game when you were going on your rant with Maryland Ohio State. I was sitting there, I was like, you know, I was like TCU might pull off the upset on Baylor, but I don't know. I think Baylor's just too good for TCU. That's why I'm kinda of like I'm sitting here looking right now. I was like, I don't really see th- if anything, maybe Virginia <laughs> Tech over Wake Forest. Maybe.
0: Well, Virginia Tech, I think they I think they won last week. I think they had a nice little um I forget who the heck they played. They played somebody tough. I know it was a close game whenever I was Notre flipping Dame. through. Yeah, they they played Notre Dame. Did they beat Notre Dame? They no. lost by one. Yeah. So they played Notre Dame very tough. I
1: I played UNC pretty tough.
0: Yeah, I, I think Virginia Tech has a damn good chance of going it uh, and beating uh, Wake Forest because I think Virginia Tech's at home. Yep, VT's at home. It's hard to win at VT.
1: It is very hard to win Oh, at especially VT. when they got under Sandman playing? Oh, yeah. Pre-game? <laughs> um
0: So, other than that, uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more um college football here a little bit later in the episode because like there's there's some shit going down in the college football land of coaching jobs and st- stuff like that you know what fuck it we're just gonna we're gonna touch on it greg shiano might be going back to Rutgers.
1: sing us a song you're a shadow man
0: oh shadow. the man that turned that program around and made them into <clears throat> something might be coming back he interviewed this week with Rutgers on the possibility of coming back, and so did Butch Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to throw that into it. Just so did Butch Jones. Just go ahead and throw Butch Jones. They're going to go with back to with Shiano. They're going to go back with Shiano. He had too much they, success say there. say too much success there. Like he, why would you not go back to the guy that you had success with? He had too much success there. And he again. Was, and then he recruited well, Let's his, go back to a couple episodes ago where we talked Mad shit on Rutgers. Join the MAC, Rutgers. Just join the MAC. You'll have more success. Just leave the Big Ten in general. I don't care
0: what conference they go to. The Just Mac. leave the Big Ten, please. Just jo- join the MAC or join the American Conference. You will probably have a little bit more success. Um, but the thing is, Shiana recruited his fucking pants off. He did when he lot. was with Rutgers. Oh,
1: absolutely. Last he did a time. lot of work. That's why you got like the guys like Ray Rice, Muhammad Sanu, and were the McCordy twins. And
0: they were all homegrown guys. Yes. Bring Shiano back. Have him rebuild your program again, but this time hang on to him. <laughs> don't let him go. Don't, when he starts talking NFL aspirations, to take, take. reel the, him back in. I'm going to
1: take the Tampa Bay job. Yeah. Josh Freeman's the future.
0: <laughs> just reel him back in
1: and remind Creamsicles. him. Creamsicles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just reel him back in and remind him you're a college coach, not an NFL coach. Continue to recruit your pants off. Stay, stay with Ruckus. Stay, stay with the Ruckus plan. Okay. <laughs> join the MAC. Join the American Conference. Get the fuck out of the Big Ten this year. You don't belong there. You're getting your shit kicked out of you every week in, week out because t- Big Ten competition is way too much for you. Okay. If you want to join the Big Ten later on, again, whenever you get your recruiting back, and I don't want to back. Greg Schiano no, is I don't, there? No, no, there
1: is no comeback. <laughs> Once they leave the Big Ten, they're out of the Big Ten for good. And for God's sakes, Notre Dame, when that contract with NBC finally expires, you get your damn Irish Catholic asses in the Big Ten. I have been demanding Notre Dame to join the Big Ten for maybe even a decade.
0: Can we can we talk about uh, – I don't know if you – did you see the post on, on Facebook about the 16-team bracket? Yes. Yes.
1: Why not? Why f-ing not? I don't see why we can't. I'm, I just said, you know, if I'm like it's if not if too was, much, if we were part of the committee and honestly we had to, like, propose that idea, I'd be all for it. Like, it's not too much. Like, Why what? not take a gamble on something like that just for one year just to see how it goes? And if it doesn't pan out, then okay, we could say at least we tried. So if the season ended today, if it ended today, as of today, as in November the 8th, 2019. The
0: 16 teams that would be in the playoffs would be LSU, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Utah, Penn State, Auburn, Minnesota, Clemson, Alabama, noda Dame, Oregon, and Florida, Georgia, and Baylor. Michigan-Ohio State.
1: See, now I look at that and I sit there and think, I got LSU over Wisconsin, Oklahoma over Utah, Penn State over Auburn, Clemson over Minnesota. So then Penn State and Clemson would meet in the Sugar Bowl, and then Oklahoma
0: and LSU LSU would meet in the Capital One Orange Bowl. And
1: then if we go on to the other side... Bama-Notre Dame, easy, Bama That's Bama. in Tuscaloosa, Bama. Florida-Oregon, Oregon.
0: Yeah, Oregon. So then they would meet in the Cotton Bowl. And then Georgia would play Baylor. Georgia. Georgia. Michigan against Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State would play Georgia, Georgia in, in the, the Rose Bowl. Bowl. Then you would have Alabama-Oregon. I would take Alabama over Oregon in the Cotton yes. Bowl. Yep. And then I would actually take Georgia over Ohio State. Agreed. In the Rose Bowl. So then they, then Alabama and Georgia would then meet in the Fiesta Fiesta Bowl, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Still getting used to that one. PlayStation. Um, Penn State. And Clemson, I would actually take Penn State over Clemson what? in the Sugar Bowl. In the Woo! Sugar Bowl. I, I I like Penn State's defense this year. Woo! I like Penn
1: State's defense this year. Man, I'm a, as much as I'm a big Penn State fan, I don't know if I could take us over Clemson, man. I like their defense, as I said. Uh, so then you have
0: Oklahoma and LSU in the Orange Bowl. I would take LSU over Oklahoma. Yes. So then it would be, at least in my your, bracket Your, your perspective <laughs> the LSU, Penn State, I would actually then take LSU in the Peach Bowl over Penn State. And then it said Bama over Ohio State in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. You mean Georgia? Yeah, sorry. Georgia. I would take Alabama over Georgia in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. And then it would be Alabama, LSU, National Natty.
1: See, and that's the other Why way. Why not NCA? <laughs> See, that's the other way, too. Like, because if that were to happen, then you're going to have everyone be like, oh, typical SEC. you got to have an SEC national champ- championship game. But
0: there's enough Big Ten teams, there's enough Pac 12 teams I- in this. Agreed, yeah. Like, I'm and
1: saying. And then, like,
0: st- then you have a fucking independent there in Notre Dame. Quit being an independent, you fucking crackheads. Like I said. Um,. And then you have two big 12 teams up in there. Like, I like how it would end up panning out.
1: I could, I definitely want to see the college football committee at least take a shot. Attempt it one like year. Just give it. me one year.
0: Just Yeah, just like I said. Just and give watch your ratings year. just fucking skyrocket, and you make a fuck ton of money, and you're like, oh, we should have been doing this all along.
1: Well, let's be honest. The committee is just full of half the people that – either know college football and half them don't know college football but you just quinks. want to um, <laughs> but just want to see their alum succeed somehow. Yeah. So it's it as I said,
0: I think it should be a sixteen college sixteen team college playoff. I don't see the giant fucking harm in it. It isn't like that it's that
1: many extra games. Fuck it. Do it. Or, if anything, just have, like, four teams play it. Like, just have, like, four games on, like, during a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just do each game like like that. Like, do, uh, say, like, round one, you do, like, just start at noon. Yeah. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, Sonny. Just do, like, two noon games, two four o'clock games, and then two eight games. And then play, maybe play two games on, on a Friday. As well. Just round it all out. Yes, to, it's like, really, too, like, I think about, too, is, like, how they're going to, what days they're going to They can be. do it
0: Friday and Saturday.
1: For fuck's sake, they're playing fucking. I can definitely see, like, the ratings skyrocketing. Like if, it's yeah. like, if it's, like, a Friday, like, noon. Why not home me? Do it. NCAA committee, if you guys are listening to this, I highly doubt they are. We ain't that big yet. But <laughs> we haven't reached that stature yet. But
0: the point is, do it to it. I don't see the giant harm in it. It would the sky, the ratings would skyrocket. Hell, they're you going to start paying these fucking players. Why not? So, in saying that, we're going to uh, kind of revert back to some of the NFL ball. We're going to talk a little bit of
1: our midseason, mid- yeah, our midseason awards. So, here we are heading into week 10. Fake, who do you have right now as your NFL MVP? <clears throat> the brisket. You got Jacoby Brissett being the league's MVP right now.
0: I like the brisket. He's just there so he doesn't get fined.
1: I like Jacoby <laughs> I like Jacoby Brissett too, but you're really gonna tell you're telling me right now, November 8th, 2019, heading into week 10, you got Jacoby Brissett being the league MVP right now. Yes, sir. You are a madman sometimes. And that's why I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, honestly, okay, what he's done with this Colts offense. Absolutely don't get me wrong. And with this team, and the amount of wins he's been able to put on, and no one gave him a chance at the beginning of the year. Not even you, sir. I'll admit gave I him didn't. A chance. I'll admit <laughs> I
1: didn't because when Andrew Luck told him, "Hey, buddy, I'm retiring. Like, I'm done." The look on Jacoby's face. I'm sitting like he, the way he looked at Andrew was like, "Bro, are you serious?" Like, he dead serious, son. The look that he had, though. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't think Jacoby's ready yet. I know he had enough time to sit behind Brady. But I don't know if he's ready. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. It took me a couple weeks to finally get sold into the brisket, but I can sit here and say. He's for real. He's for real. I wouldn't say he's MVP real though. Well, who the heck is your MVP then there, Chip? My league MVP? Yes. See, this is where I'm stuck. Because I'm stuck between two quarterbacks.
0: Swear on everything holy. If his last name starts with a G, we're going to fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going to say Jimmy Garoppolo. No, thank God. <laughs> no, no, it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Wasn't even a thought before this podcast came. Not, not even a thought process during this week would I sit here and be say Jimmy Garoppolo would be M- league MVP. No way. I'm stuck between two quarterbacks right now. They both played each other earlier this year. Which ended up being a hell of a game. I'm talking about Baltimore and Seattle. Oh, are you talking about when Baltimore demolished Seattle? demolished <laughs> Seattle in Seattle? So your your pick is between Lamar and Russ. Russ. I, I'm I can stuck, see and right it. now I got to give it. To, I, honestly, I got to give it to Lamar. He beat Russ in Russ's house. He beat Brady. Not in, not in Foxborough. Lamar's has got. Still he still beat Brady. He still beat Brady. Yeah. Right now, I gotta say Lamar Jackson. The dude's got the wins to prove it. I, I, I can see it. I'm still sticking
0: to my guns and going with the brisket, but that's just me. Uh, so, offensive rookie of the year, so right, far mid season.
1: Right, right now, mid season offensive rookie of the year for me, I gotta say is Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I'm still sticking with my guns, though. Um, my r- you're, earlier you're, you're. It's still
0: DK for me. The guy has been outstanding. He's been a cover nightmare. He's been a matchup nightmare for every single team that they played. You know, when you have that speed and you have that frame and that size, yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a tough sell for your number one corner to go out there and lock them the fuck down. And now they just added – Josh Gordon into the mix. So, I think he's going to get a hell of a lot more of one-on-ones.
1: And that's just going to make Russell Wilson even more dangerous. Yes.
0: He. So, it, I'm still going with DK. is still my boy. I liked what he's done this year with Seattle. And I think Russ has really liked what he's done this year with Seattle. So, uh, it's still DK for me. That's on the NFC side. On the AFC side... That's a freaking toss-up. I have no flipping clue, to be honest with you. My front runner though is actually Stash Daddy, but that may go into, go into a, a nosedive right now <laughs> because they're going to start fucking Nick Foles. <laughs> so I I don't know. It, it, at, now with Nick Foles. Be, Death starting. I don't think Stash Daddy's going to be able to recover for the award. So, it, I, if anything, I would have to say Hunter
1: Renfro for me. You're going Hunter Renfro? All right. All right. So I gave you my AFC guy, my NFC guy. See, that's tough, man. Because I, I, you definitely. I know you're definitely a DK guy. No, I'm not saying Colin. Murray. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying Colin Murray. No, I, gotta say, I, I got to say, I definitely, I got, I got, I got, I think it's, I, think it's def, I definitely got to say it's DK Metcalf for me. I mean, the guys, he, like you said, he's been tearing it up with Seattle and I definitely keeping, uh, keeping a close eye on the Seattle games lately over the last couple weeks. And I, like I said, I mean, the dude's just tearing it up. he's been a tough matchup for everybody. So, um, uh. Now,
0: on the defensive side of the ball, Rookie of the Year, that's, that's another tough one. And, like, a lot of guys are playing very well. And there's also a lot of guys that are just not playing
1: very well. i will say, like, <laughs> top five picks, like <laughs> like me. I, I mean, I kind of had my sights set on Devin White when he came out of LSU. This dude's supposed to be, like, the next Patrick Willis. This dude's yeah. supposed to be... Up there with Ray Lewis. I'm like, as much as I hate buying into hype like that, he has been playing fairly he well. He has. He's, he's not making a like you
0: know a large amount of plays, but you know he's playing. Very maybe it's well just because
1: him. he's part of the bad Tampa team. It's very underrated. Sure, we'll but... go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tough to say though. Like, I don't have, like defensive rookie right now. Like I like Bush out of Pittsburgh. Devin Bush is nice. I, I,
0: I he's been playing I think better than what most people expected for his first year. So I like I like Devin Bush out of Pittsburgh.
1: NFC wise. NFC course. NFC wise is a lock for me. You gotta go Nicky. Bosa. Yeah, yeah.
0: I you know what? I completely forgot he was a rookie. Nicky Bosa, bro. I, I I completely because he's playing like a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> so, like AFC wise, yeah, B- Bosa is going to lock that shit the fuck up. Um, and I think Bush, if he continues to play, he he's been playing in Pittsburgh. Um, I think he'll he'll win it on the AFC side. So,
1: um, most surprising player this year. Most surprising player this year. Once again, I definitely got to say it's Lamar Jackson because just how everyone was basically telling them all, you know, him being the type of quarterback that he is, the, the wannabe, like, Michael Vick kind of type. And it's like everyone thought that he was a running back. Just – I got to give credit to Lamar Jackson because he definitely take takes whatever people say about him. Like, he takes that personally. He takes that, like, to the to the core. Yeah. And he just – Goes out and balls out. Feeds and off of feeds it. Feeds off it, yeah, it just proves that.
0: Here, here's the thing. It's not that surprising for me because after way I him play last year leading him into the
1: playoffs, it wasn't that surprising for me.
0: You know, I kind of seen that one coming with him.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, he definitely played well last, like towards the end of last year because, I mean, Ravens fans knew that Flacco's time was done. They knew they eventually were going to be moving on from Flacco. And – to see what Lamar did towards the end of last year is like, yeah, it's nice, but it was kind of almost like Patty Mahomes' rookie year. Towards the end of the year, it's like, yeah, I like what he, I like what he can do, but I got to see him like in a full season. Mm-hmm. And we ended up seeing that in 2018 with Patrick Mahomes. Like he, that's why he ended up winning MVP. Yeah, uh, Minshew is my
0: is my pick. Just he's a sixth round guy. Like you didn't see that shit coming. And he played very serviceable. Why the? It, I'm going to say it again, and I'm probably going to say it for the remainder of the year, why the fuck they're going back to Nick Foles right now. The guy's 4-4 four four as a starter. Like, I know he looked bad against Houston, but that's Houston. Houston's defense, even without J.J. Watt, they're still a top-five defense. They have plenty of weapons on that defense. So, it's... Minshew has been a huge surprise because...
1: Nobody knew who the fuck he was until week one. I was say, unless you're like a Washington State fan, that's the only way you even knew about yeah. the Minshew. So, um,
0: I, I like Gardner. Now, who is your most surprising team this year?
1: Most surprising team this year? I mean, outside of the 49ers? Um, it's actually a very good question. I would have to probably say the Buffalo Bills. I like the Bills.
0: I can't say it was a surprise because I've been saying since the beginning of the year that they were a playoff team. Their defense is a playoff defense. And because Josh
1: Allen's just continued to take steps to improve. Even like even when they played my Eagles a couple weeks ago, like I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wow, this defense is actually legit. Like... Buffalo, I was like, I gotta give credit to those guys because I mean, they're building around Josh Allen. They got a solid defense to to just put them in a playoff position, and that's why they're sitting where they're at right now. And a whopping six and two,
0: it's that I, I can't really say Buffalo is a surprising team because I've been saying this since the beginning of the year that they were a playoff team. Everyone's been looking at me weird, like, what do you talk about?
1: It's Buffalo, you know? There's factory sadness. Well, 2. they made 0. it to the playoffs a couple years ago and they beat Jacksonville, which yes. Then they basically had—they they were one of those lucky teams that got in because, I, if I remember correctly, that was also the same year. I think they needed Baltimore to beat Cincinnati— or right no, I think it was Cincinnati to beat Baltimore to yes. get in. and Cincinnati beat Baltimore. And I think it was on that and Andy that's why, Dalton, the like Tyler yeah. Boyd pass, yeah. And
0: that's why Andy Dalton is forever a hero and in Buffalo. In Buffalo. <laughs> that's why he's um, getting like free wings. So, But my surprising team—I'm going to flip that, and it's going to be— The fucking Falcons. The absolute nosedive from the Falcons this year is the what the fuck of the year. What
1: happened, Atlanta?
0: You go from something in the building. You go from two years. Front
1: office, something's got to be going on. Two years ago, you were playing in the fucking
0: Super Bowl. And last year, you just barely missed playoffs.
1: They can't recover from twenty. And to this three. year, they can't recover from twenty. You go. Three. You're one in seven, sitting at the mid midpoint of the year. As an Eagles fan, I'm ashamed right now because when I sit there and look at the Falcons' record, that one win, I'm sitting. I'm like, really? We gave you your one and only win. That was Atlanta's Super Bowl that night.
0: And after it was that, that they of the year.
1: haven't done a damn thing. Every week, I sit there and watch this team get worse and worse, and I'm like. How in the hell did we lose to this team? I, I think this is the year that Atlanta needs to go out.
0: They need to draft a quarterback. They need to start grooming for the future. Matty Ice is done. Cause He has not looked good at all. If anything, I think it's Dan Quinn. Well, I think Dan Quinn's going to be fired. I, I we, we all know.
1: We've all seen it with Atlanta. They do not take losing well in the organization. Plus I think them losing Kyle Shanahan too, because like, 'cause they, that hurt, the that year hurt they went lot. to the Super Bowl, they had Kyle Shanahan yeah. as their offensive coordinator. That and Matty Ice was doing really well that like I'm pretty sure he won MVP that season. Yeah, that, that, that hurt a lot as well. And it
0: said we've all seen it from the Falcons organization. They do not take losing well and they do not put with they don't stand for losing. And this is a large amount of losing that they are doing this year. I think Dan Quinn's done at the end of the year, and that's yes. just because at, that's Atlanta's M.O. They dump. You have one bad year. They don't bring you back. They're like, get the fuck out of the building. They did it with Mora. They, they've they done it with every coach that's just stunk it up. They piece signed at him. I don't foresee Dan Quinn lasting the remainder of the year. So, and... Honestly, I don't see Matty Ice remaining for the rest of the year. Matty Ice might be on the move this off season.
1: That's going to be a big headline too, because you, when you think of the Falcons, the first thing you think of is Matty Ice. Like he's the well, him, and Julio, the, and him and Julio are the Devante Freeman. But the only fa- problem is they're faces of the franchise. However,
0: Julio's getting older.
1: Julio's getting older. They just paid him that ridiculous contract. That's a contract nobody is going to want to touch no, if the Falcons
0: decide they're going to move on from Julio. They, they, there's no way. That they're going to have, they would have to cut him and eat a lot of that contract.
1: Devontae Freeman got paid.
0: Well, he's young, and he's I think young. he's been the one bright spot on that team exactly. all year
1: long. So it's going to basically come down to Matty Ice and Julio. I, said, I
0: If they don't move on from Matty Ice this year, I, I'm telling you right now, they're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to be one of those teams. They're going to draft a quarterback, and they're start, they're going to start grooming. End of story. They're going to start grooming because as of right now, they have a top five fucking pick. Yes, they're so going to they're, grab a they're quarterback.
1: Get, they're in they're in the mix right now for Tua. They're in a mix for uh, Hibbert from Oregon.
0: If the if the if the league ended today,
1: Bengals the Bengals have year.
0: number one pick because they haven't won a fucking game all year, old. and then.
1: Dolphins, Falcons.
0: Dolphins, Falcons, and the fucking Redskins all have the same record. One One fucking fucking win. win. And the Dolphins just got their first fucking win against the fucking J-E-T-S-Jets, Jets, Jets. Because Fitzmagic just just isn't buying into the Dolphins' tank dreams. (laughs) He said, fuck this shit, I'm winning the game. (laughs) Alright, folks, that's how we're going to end the show. You guys have been absolutely golden tonight. Um, we appreciate everybody, everybody tuning in, commenting Come on, on, on these folks. They're always golden. They're always golden. You just stay not classy. Golden. Yeah, yeah Or the golden from uh, Notre Dame. Uh, but, we just appreciate everyone, you know, checking us out on Facebook, listening to the podcast. Um, don't be afraid to leave us a five-star Johnny Menzel rating on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, on our Facebook page. Check us out we We're always doing weekly shenanigans. Bringing on, but I can stop the wheel up. think too much, Socrates. We drink to numb another double bacca, please. Sit that till I'm on my steeds, now my nerves are kind and you can see my sleeves. My heart's back where it should be, because we never go stop. Why would we? We came to the point the cars, I keep going and stop until we kick it with some wicked go.